The great thing with Sigmund Freud was not his theory, as most of his followers believed. The best was the idea that psychoanalysis in training, psychoanalysts in training, had to go inside themselves uh, first before they were uh, let loose on people. However, if you look at the results of the training, then you might doubt the idea again. But it is not the going inside idea that's wrong. The fault lies with the theory, which is far too simplistic, and with the lack of spelling out certain desirable qualities of human. Even if these are not in the form of thou shalt do, they could be rather in the form of thou shalt not do. However, the go inside idea is, it, is in the first form. Why is that so? Happiness is not on the outside, it's on the inside. Christine and I traveled far in Europe. Our favorite place was Greece. There we met very happy, rather poor people. A simple stone house painted with brilliant white inside and outside. The floorboards were well worn out by the feet of many generations. The hospitality was baffling. They presented everything they had with love. Olives, bread, feta, retzina, and so on. A contrast were well-to-do Greeks. Tons of food, the children greedy, appropriating certain items on their plates so that none of them were available to the guests anymore. Later on, they just left they are almost uneaten plates for the garbage. Something is wrong here. Psychoanalysts will not go in that into that direction in their training. Let me give you another example. I do not remember whether I heard it from Anna Freud herself or whether I read it. There was a psychoanalytic congress with lectures by leading psychoanalysts. Anna Freud and her friend Dorothy Burlingham came into one and sat down. Everybody is frozen with awe. The lecturer, who had been interrupted by their arrival, slowly unfreezes and continues his lecture. After a while, Dorothy and Anna start whispering to each other, stand up and leave. The lecturer is devastated, and all that is the result of seven years of training, brown noses and slaves. By the way, Dorothy and Anna had only found out that they were in the wrong lecture. For them, not a big problem. For their followers, it was quite different. What did Anna Freud say? Thou shalt save your money. Uh, for psychoanalytic training? Well, no, certainly not. 
and then the guys start bickering and fighting about aspects of the theory. Freud's seduction theory, whether Freud had betrayed the abused kids and favored their paying abusers over them. My God, the lack of global perspective is frightening. Let me give you an example from my service with the German army. I had become the laughing stock of my so-called comrades. In officer's training, I was supposed to describe a proposed action of a small group of soldiers. I described the planned attack, then the action of the ne next larger unit, and so on, until I reached the overall situation between our and the enemy forces. They laughed and said, why don't you describe the whole situation in the world? Why did you stop so early? I did not even answer because I knew they would not understand it. I give my answers here more than 50 years later. The behavior of each single soldier is influenced by the overall war situation. It makes a big difference whether our side is winning or losing. The planning has to be done accordingly. That is not done this way is not my fault. Let me go to a different example to show the negative consequences of too narrow a vision. Important facts might be overlooked. Two American history buffs know the importance of Frederick the Great concerning the American War of Independence. I'm not talking about a helper like General Steuben, the Prussian schooled instructor of the Continental Army. I'm talking about the fact that without Frederick the Great, the revolution might not even have happened. None of the buffs knew what I'm telling you now. There was a previous war, which is called here in the USA, the French-Indian War. This designation is an indication of too narrow a vision. This war was actually a world war of seven years. It started in the colonies between the British and the French. Whether it could have started in North America is doubtful because it was actually uh, whether it could have only have started in North America is doubtful because it was actually a war to decide who was the leading world power. It could have also have started elsewhere. The tension was there. It was quite another thing where the lightning would strike. It is probably very difficult to predict where lightning strike in a thunderstorm. If you look at the homepage of my website, you will see three medals. On the left is Washington. Then comes the battle with the inscription Rosbach, November the 5th, 1757. Then a very dissimilar portrait of Frederick the Great by American Freemasons. Also, the Seven Years' War, 
Seven Years' War was also fought in North America, India, I think even in Africa, the main action took place in Europe. Here the tiny Prussia fought, the British most, more indirectly than directly helping all the other major powers. Russia in the east, Austria in the south, France in the west, Sweden in the north. Most of the German states fought against Fritz too. However, the tubers of the French and the other powers were shattered when Fritz beat the French and German troops decisively in the Battle of Rosbach. Fritz lost a thousand, his enemies ten thousand soldiers. After that, the French did not dare to send more of their regular troops to Canada, where General Mokam would have needed them badly. Now here more comes impeccably logic prediction of what would happen. I know that I will die and the British will win, but I will get my revenge anyway. When the British will have stopped the French Indian raids, the colonists will say, Thank you, Brits. Now we, we don't need you anymore. Go home. This is an important fact. Predictions in human affairs are possible and of the same nature as if I drop a hammer on my toes, it will hurt. These predictions come true sooner or later. So let me go back to the fact that the so-called called morals as don't be greedy are not taught in psychoanalysis or anywhere else, at least not correctly, even not in religions or churches. Why not? The first con misconception is that there are two basic qualities, good versus evil. We talked about that in the first episode. If Stanger had had the absolute quality of evil, he would not have died from the talks with Serenium. He would have laughed and sneered and enjoyed his evil actions. Then Serenium might have died. What I'm saying is that there are no separate realms there is no separate realm of morals. It's more on the level, if I'm so dumb to drop my heavy hammer on my toes, it will hurt. Let me look at the issue of greed. We know that it hurts others. But if you consider that, then you are already using morals again. But we want a prediction instead in the form of the hammer example. If you are so dumb to be greedy, then you hurt yourself. Why is that true? It is simply true because the greedy person always needs something. He has to fill a hole in himself to remove his unhappiness, but always fails to do so. It is like the driver who at night chases the light from his own car on the road desperate, satisfied only temporarily. So we see it's not even a prediction, it's even more direct. Greed is unhappiness, almost the same. 
It's very dumb to be greedy. Do you see where I'm getting at? The reasoning is scientific. It might not be correct though. You decide. You can listen to the preachers or to reasons. If you listen to the former, you might not be successful in becoming a better person, as history has shown. What does that mean, by the way? I think that to become a better person means to become a happier person. Happy people do no harm, at least not intentionally. Well, what about me? Did I not hurt the shrinks or the universities when I said all that in the previous episode? Now that is true, whether it has any effect, that's on another level. So why did I say that? If somebody shoots at me, don't I have the right to shoot back? I explained how I was shot at. It hurt. Whether my bullets will hurt them, that is doubtful. A 22 will hurt a person badly, but only sting an elephant. However, the previous episode changed a lot of things, for me personally. The other two podcasts were more on the level of duty. Papa, you should write something for our benefit that we can remember you. That is why what my daughter Doris said. I could have told her, you have many hours of recorded talks between me and you about your issues, but you want me to publish something? If I would say, why don't you publish the talk, these talks? You would say, well, they are private and nobody else's business. Now you ask from me to publish things about me and withhold private stuff. What use would that could be? Uh, what use would that be for? Makes no sense. It also makes no sense for me. So from now on, these podcasts will be more like diary entries. I don't care if nobody will be interested. I will be so. Why? I did not enjoy writing diaries. I wrote letters instead. I enjoyed to talk to someone else whom I considered worthy. I do not think that it, I was important enough to, long, to write long tirades about myself. That is changing though, somehow. All my life, you would never see me without a book. At 17, I wore army pants with two large side pockets. In one of them was a volume of Sigmund Freud, in the other Lao Tse's poems. The later showed me one thing. He talks. Cognitively, I'm understanding nothing. But his words go deeper and speak to something inside which understands. So, as I said before, always after books. Then something changes. I think that I have to uh, buy different books. I do that. Does not help. Until I get the message, I'm fed up with books. How is the song? 
I can get no satisfaction because I try and I try and I try and so on. I'm overbooked. I have to do a lot of work to digest and correct them anyway. It's not worth the effort anymore. The cost-benefit ratio has become too large. However, this, this stuff here, I begin to enjoy. Whether you do uh, it too is not important for me. I've obviously angered some people even if I never intended to. I just spoke my mind. Paul Feierabend did too. He tells me, the wife of my university's present president thought I was the devil. Paul never wanted to harm anyone. However, he reacted to attacks from backward Sunday readers, illiterates and similar idiots, as he said. As a student, nobody felt offended by me. Now, as I'm famous, there is a big oh my god all the time. This is another advice of mine. Always speak your mind. Only then you will find your niche. The advice before that was, don't fall for the morality trick. The people who use it can be very immoral. Replace morals by intelligence. If you, if you do that intelligently, what profits you, then you will produce so-called morals as an unintended consequence. Let me decompress that. It's too succinct and tense. Morality always starts with others, never with yourself. It's good to help others. It's suspicious if you help yourself. Now there's a problem with that. Where have you ever met a human being who has your best interest in mind? Homo homini lupus. Man is to man a wolf. So why should you feed wolves? When we get a really nice looking offer, it is good to become skeptical. Maybe the guys are on a sucker hunt at a great bait on the outside, a wishes hook on the inside. The helping others first ask from you to help potential wolves first. I think you will run into motivational problems with this agenda. Then there is another issue. If you help yourself first, then you might actually get a really good idea how to help someone because it is in your own best interest to help yourself. That knowledge you can apply now to help others. This could also include a wolf fund by yourself and or others. There are possibilities to hunt wolves without spilling a single drop of their blood. Just think and plan carefully. That is much more effective than becoming a boom-boom vigilante and a nice sub, uh, and is a nice supplement to police work. Society for Wolf Immunization Secret Hunt. Swish. Totally legal and pernicious, but also, of course, secret.
However, I'm too much of an old fart to become involved. Just playing. However, play can sometimes produce good ideas. Instead of going home and watching a silly movie, you can participate in a wolf hunt. Should be much more stimulating and exciting. Am I really kidding? That depends on you. Let me repeat one thing. I'm not saying never help others. I am saying help yourself first successfully before you help others. How? Share with them how you helped yourself so that they can, can do the same. You do not want to breed parasites. And then you can help others by taking part in a swish action. Such organizations have to be created by the citizens. There is no problem when the work stays legal. However, one thing is certain. The organizations will be penetrated by rules and actions leaked. So the safest way is the Elser Lone Wolf procedure. Slow, careful, relaxed. Take a 360 degree overview of the wolf. Think long term. Turn each idea around and around until can, you can use it as a stepping stone. And then, do not go on an emotionally charged crusade. Wolf immunization is the goal, not revenge and punishment. I actually started watching today Jeffrey Epstein's story, Filthy Rich, and the story of his associate, Ghislaine uh, Maxwell. What a waste. Both were highly gifted people. What was, was their agenda? Really poor sex acts. My God, what incompetent, repetitive fools. And then their stupidity to pull other powerful people into their performances and collect proof about them. The one ends up dead, the other in prison. Well, what are you surprised about? That was quite unavoidable. See, if these two idiots would have really treated themselves well, all the sex victims would not have been damaged in this ugly way. Instead of self-development leading to happiness, shabby sex acts with minor over and over again, always the same way. Remember what I said about greed? The internal hole can never be filled. Not with money, not with so-called sex. So, bye-bye for today. Oh yeah, by the way, I got Serenity's book into that darkness. I plan to deal with it uh, someday. <laughs>